0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Jack Fox recording this in the hottest room in my house your boy's bedroom now that's not a euphemism because i get busy in here but it's just fucking hot and actually let me tell you for why first of all the deco i have in my bedroom is very poor my my deco is sort of um how do you say hoarder chic um, i have so many books and i have only read I have six books in my entire life. Uh, I got so many books. I got posters on the wall like I'm some sort of thirteen-year-old. Your boy's thirty-two in October. Um, and look, 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 look. I'm sitting back in my chair. This is me sitting at the front of my microphone. Hello, very nice to meet you. Hello, good afternoon. Good evening. This is me at the back of my chair. It's still quite a. It's a good room for recording because it's a dead room because there's nothing for the sound to bounce off of because everything's covered by shit. Um, and also, there's, there's isolation in the... Isolation? insulation <laughs> Is, Isolation's a very different thing. There's insulation in the ceiling because the loft conversion. Because I'm white and my family's rich. And my family's definitely not rich, but at one point we were rich until everything... Until shit hit the fan. Sounds like a drug cartel. Not true. Um, so there's insulation in the ceiling, and there's just no way for the air to go, and so when the sun shines, as it has been starting to do because it's April, shines directly into my bedroom, and then I'm just sweating 24-7. So actually, I'm recording this shirtless, your boy's shirtless. If you could see me now, you'd see the sweat on my forehead. Ah, it's fucking hot, man. Well it's getting hot, it's still quite cold outside but fuck me, let me tell you something living with two ladies over the age of 60 that being my mother and my nana they're freezing 24-7 they are cold in fact, I don't think I've ever met ever met a girl a woman, a female, a lady a she slash her that's ever said really hot I don't think I've ever I have never met a hot girl Whoop, well, clip it. I don't mean a hot girl, like a like I've had sex before. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> I've met hot girls. My girlfriend's beautiful. But I've never met a girl that has said that they're warm. Warm is the word I'm looking for. Every girl I've ever met's been fucking baltic. Or too drunk to notice how cold it is. That's, <laughs> that's if uh, if Jerry Seinfeld was from Newcastle. Did you ever notice how every girl you ever meet is cold all the time? <laughs> well, this started with a bang in it. I'm recording this at 20 past 7 on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, the day comes out, Thursday. This is the latest I've ever recorded an episode. Uh, fortunately, your boy's are one-take wonder, so I can just do this all in one take, clip it out, and then upload it to Red Circle, and then we'll be good to go. But this is... the uh, I'm cutting it very fine. That's because I've been crazy busy this week. Why did I put that accent on? Why have I, why have I done that? Why did I just do that? I've been crazy busy this week, is what I should have said. Uh, Monday, we had... We, being Hive Mind, had our first full band practice for over a year, and it was so good, man. Like, I don't want to blow my own trumpet or anything, but I know, like, I really like. I'm Hive Mind, big Hive Mind's biggest fan. I'm the Haley Williams of Hive Mind. Haley Williams loves her band Paramore. I love my band Hive Mind, and uh, we three lads have been practicing uh, for a couple of weeks now and getting back up to. Sorry, I'm just putting my phone on silent here. Getting back up to uh, what you'd say is match sharpness. Um, because we were rusty, you know, so when Georgia came back in and just kind of slotted in, it was like the icing on the cake and just oh man, it just it felt so good, man and some of the songs sounded so good and I was so pleased it was it was really cool, it was really nice, but um, that was Monday I took up most of my Monday evening Tuesday, which was yesterday, very exciting I was in the studio with your boy harbor master. Doing some uh, rapidly rap songs over some DJ ADS beats, which is like a if you're from the northeast and you listen to hip hop, um, you'll know like Rick Fury and dialect and all that sort of crew. And, and ADS runs with those guys, so it's like a like a bucket list thing to get some beats from ADS. That was really nice. Uh, always fun recording with Martin, and I'm really happy with how these songs are coming out. My new song, Lady Luck, is it my. They're all my new songs, but my new song, Lady Luck, is coming out. May the 7th as well. I'm all over the place. I'm scatterbrained. Scatterbrained. Still got a busy week though, uh, recording this tonight. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, 2 o'clock, I'm getting a fucking haircut. Can you believe it? My hair is so long, man. And also, I can't believe some of you bastards out there who are listening to this allowed me to have a man bun for that long. You motherfuckers. Some friend. Who needs enemies? Who needs enemies with man-bun friends like you, eh? Scumbags. My hair's grown long, man. My hair grows long and thick. And now I'm of an age, as I aforementioned, 32 in October, where I'm more about practicality than style. Because, you know, when I was in my 20s, I had style. I've met hot girls. I've had sex before. Um... So I'm getting the haircut, and I'm... I'm I mean, I'm not going to shave it off or anything. It's going to just get cut short, but... I'm having a... i am having to—I'll wear a hairband everywhere I go, because it's just in my eyes constantly, and it's so hot. And it's just... I need it... I need it off, so I can breathe. Uh, and then Thursday afternoon, after the haircut, going to the bunker, which is where Hive Mind practice in Sunderland, and doing a live stream for them. I'm a little bit thin on the information, because... Kenny, the guy who's running it, hasn't really given us a lot of information. But, um, doing a live stream for them, gonna do some rap songs, and I think, I believe that's going out on Friday, so it's not much of a live stream, it's just like a video gig. Uh, looking forward to that, looking forward to that. And then on Friday, how about this? Try this one on for size. On Friday, slap my bare chest, shooting a motherfucking music video for Lady Luck. Eh? I'd like them apples. I'm really excited about this one actually. I've got a great idea. Well, I think it's a good idea. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is though. No, 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 no. You have to tune in and watch the video to find out. But it's with uh, Wickham89. Uh, and uh, I'm very excited. It's fun shooting music. It's going to be a nighttime shoot as well. So I get to laze about in the day, which is my favourite kind of music video. Just get to hang out during the day and then shoot a music video at night time. Looking forward to that. Then. The weekend comes. You know what the weekend means. It's football time. I wanted to touch on the Super League. I'm sorry if people listen to this who don't like football. Uh, I, know I, do the, I know I do the football special episodes with some friends of mine sometimes, but it's just been all the news, isn't it? This, the Super League, which it was just, I mean, from the get-go, it was just the worst idea. Like, I don't even know what these guys fucking thought. Like, I, I read somewhere that they expected a bit of, uh, criticism and a bit of backlash from it, but, I mean, it's been really... uh It's been... What's the word I'm looking for? It's been, really, it's been really positive to see football fans coming together, put rivalries aside, football fans all coming together, and take down this fucking Super League, which has been absolute... It's just a joke, man. It's just a joke. And the fact that we did it really quickly as well is really good. Uh proud to be a football fan for once, usually I'm quite ashamed, especially to be a Man United fan in the North East, like, I made this this post on Twitter, um, that for all my life, all my life, I've supported Man United since I saw the 1996 FA Cup Final, the Eric Cantona Cup Final, where he scored a goal in the last minute, I didn't understand what was going on. But I saw my, I was oh, okay, we're doing this. No, okay, fuck it. Right. I, I support Man United since I was ninety since since ninety six. So what what would have been five? And uh, United won the FA Cup and then I became a fan and I've never re- I've never been embarrassed by it because I love the club, I love the tradition, I love the history, obviously the success that came with it is great. I was never a glory hunter, I never thought I'm gonna support this team because they win everything. I didn't understand how football worked. I just fell in love with I don't know Ryan Giggs Eric Cantona Peter Schmeichel Dennis Irwin the red shirt Alex Ferguson the 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 fucking balls the audacity you know at Man United I just I just fell in love with it and, uh, yeah, I've never been embarrassed when people call me out on it. I, I had it all my life, calling as a glory hunter and an armchair fan. And when was the last time you went to Old Trafford to watch a match And that? i have be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, washed it off. Because I knew deep down I am a fan, a true fan, that I love the club, I love the players, and I'll support them through whatever. I don't like the owners, but that's by the by. I still love when they play on Old Trafford or when they play in another pitch anywhere in the world, I'm going to be fucking there watching it and supporting the lads. Until the European Super League got announced. Co-chairman Joel Glazer, who was also one of the owners of Man United. And I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking embarrassing. This is gonna be the Even United have had a good season this season. Oli is doing a really good job. Second in the league, eight points behind one of the best teams in Premier League history. That's a fucking good job, man. We're on the way back up, we're on the trajectory back up, and this this is just sheer. Greed, and I'm very pleased it's been stopped. I'm sure we'll do um, another football exclusive uh, football chat podcast. uh, Probably towards the end of the season, we'll we'll talk more extensively on this. But glad it was stopped. Uh, Come on, you Reds! All that shit, and yeah, good on good on the football community for stopping this. Because that could have changed the game as we know, it. and culture. To be honest, even if you listen to this and you don't like football, surely you understand if you're in England that the importance football has on British culture, and it would have changed. It would have changed society. Small, minute details would have changed in society, and it's not right. And the only reason it came into fruition in the first place was greed. ...of these... ...owners of these clubs... ...that wanted to line their pockets... ...with more money... ...and... ...PR... ...so they could spin it... ...so they can be the most successful clubs... ...in the world... ...and it's fucking bullshit... ...and hallelujah... ...that's been scrapped... ...all right... ...we got through it... ...and now it's time... ...for a quick word... ...from our sponsors... Tired and Inspired... ...is once again... ...brought to you today... ...by Chili's Bottles whether they fucking like it or not. Chili's bottles keep your water cold and your bank account empty. Tired and Inspired is also brought to you by Jack Fox's new single, Lady Luck, available everywhere May 7th. Pre-save right now. Please be save a new single movie, which is famous quick as possible, and... We're back, we're back, we're back up in this bitch. We're back, we're back, I haven't pulled up my notes yet. We're back, we're back, we're back up in this bitch. I haven't pulled up my notes, so I can't see what to talk about. We're back, we're back, we're back up in this bitch. And I'm tapping on my desk, and I'm sure it's pissing off people downstairs. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah. Time to discreetly pull up my notes. Discretion doesn't work if you tell people that you're discreet. Uh, 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 uh. uh, uh. Welcome back to Titan inspired with your boy, Young Itchy Nose Fox. I hope you like those little improvised songs that I do. Shouldn't, shouldn't shouldn't have acknowledged it. Should have just carried on, and the joke would have been funnier. But I had to fuck it up. You know what's mad? Is sometimes I think, this is going to sound big-headed, but we're all friends here. Sometimes I think I'm pretty good at stuff. Not, like, you know, in terms of, like, hobbies and stuff, but, like, in terms of entertainment-y, show-busy sort of stuff. Because, you know, I've been on, I've done a lot of gigs, and I've been on stage lots, and I do rapping, and I do drumming, and I do comedy, so I'm, I'm doing a little bit of acting as well. So I, I feel like I'm quite well-versed in everything. And then, sometimes my brain just does stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even th- think of that, and it just happened. Like, when I hosted the uh, felt Now Rap Battles a couple of weeks ago, I was a little anxious because I'd never hosted a gig. I never MC'd a comedy gig before. Uh, I'd hosted like a, a rap gig uh, at independent ones, but I was pretty much just introducing the act. It wasn't, you know, wasn't pulling, gluing the whole night together because that's what the, the act and the music does. Um, and I felt a little bit anxious, but I was like, no. I, I made some mental notes of what to talk about and what to bring up and some little jokes I could do. And as soon as I got on stage, I was like, oh, I like kind of froze up. And then I started to just do shit that. For starters, Hal Branson, who's a comedian and a friend of mine and his, was the tech on the on the uh, gigs, it was a Zoom gig, told us to look directly, don't look at the screen where all the people are watching, because you can see like the Zoom screen where people who are watching, you, you know, you can see them. Don't look at the screen, look at the camera that's above the screen, because then it looks like you're looking at the audience, even though you're not looking at them. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes lots of sense. And then just for the whole gig, just look directly at people on the screen. And like rule number one and one and I was and I've always thought like, oh, I've been like, if I ever get the opportunity to do to host something on T V or to be on something on TV, like I'll be super professional, I'll follow the rules and know exactly what I do. and then my brain'll just switch off and I'll just overthink it, uh and just fuck up Which is annoying because I want, this is what I want my career to be. Anyways, I, but you know I shouldn't have acknowledged that I sang that song. I should have just fucking went with it. Um, yeah. Busy week though, busy week. Um, the big things in the news that have been highlighted in the news is the the Super League and of course the George Floyd case. You know, not going to make many jokes about this, to be honest. But one thing I am gonna—I mean, I'm not really going to talk about the case because that's a whole different. I don't really want to touch on it. I don't want to get into it because. You know, justice has been served, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but of course, naturally, living in a house with two—I'm not going to say elderly—one elderly lady, one middle-aged woman, white women—I might also extend—the three of us have varying opinions on what's happened. So, I'm of the opinion this this is in general, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people my age feel the same that that if so George Floyd and admittedly I don't know the full ins and outs of the case. I haven't been watching it every day on the news like I know some people have because I've got things to do and fuck it, okay basically. so I don't know the full ins and outs, but from what I gather, George Floyd tried to buy some groceries or some cigarettes or something with a forged note or a forged check. Fine that's wrong. Shouldn't be doing it. Should he die as a as a consequence of that? Also, probably not. Regardless of what happens in between, okay. If George Floyd leaves that grocery store, supermarket, wherever he is, gets into a fist fight with somebody, and accidentally gets shot, or you know, gets punched to death, or falls on the, that's sad. That's sad, and it shouldn't happen, but it does happen. If the grocery store clerk, as they say in America, or the shop assistant, calls the police because George Floyd has paid for something with a forged of cheque and is hanging around outside and harassing people or whatever, fine, that guy should be punished for that. Rightly so. He shouldn't do that. He should be a nice person. Should then the police come and... Use the proper force to put him in the back of a police van or whatever. Or talk to him or whatever. Yeah, they should. If the guy's being a menace to society. And if he's trying to forge a check. Yeah, sure, sure. Should somebody kneel on him. Whether it's his neck or his shoulder or his back. For nine minutes. When he's telling you that he can't breathe. Until he dies. In front of people who are videoing it. And saying also to the police officer. And the police officers that are standing with That police officer with the knee with the knee on his neck as well, and saying this guy can't breathe and he's struggling and he needs to be get up off the floor. Should that happen? I don't think so. So look at the fucking straight up facts of this, right? This guy tried to do something, uh, to slap on the wrist, forged check, tried to buy some cigarette or whatever it was. He should have went home that day, or you know, got a fine at the fucking police station. Or spent a week in prison on fucking, I don't know, on tag or on parole or whatever it is, right? Even if, even, well, I was going to say something wild, sorry. I was going to say something wild and ridiculous there. I'm not going to say that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Straight away, as soon as, well, it was the the day after the guy got, the the policeman got convicted of murder. It was the day after I was talking to my mum. And she said straight away, the first thing she said was, you know he didn't die because he got suffocated, right? You know he had a heart attack because he was on drugs. Oh, well, fine, yeah. Just let the policeman go then. Just let the... Just 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 let him... It's fine then, it's fine. It's, it's not nothing, you know. Just It's just... Just... That makes it fine then for the police to use excessive force and maybe even caused him to have a heart attack because he's a black man in America who's scared of the police. This is... it's too coincidental that this happens weekly daily i'm sure but weekly in the news you seen it that a black person is shot or killed by a white policeman and my mum always says the same things as well. well 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 i'm not racist i don't i don't see color yeah you don't because you're a white lady who lives in the north of england we don't have it as bad as americans do it's fucking running through the whole country it's, it's it's crazy out there, like... Well, I don't see colour, so... All right, well, nobody sees colour then in that case, just because you don't, Janet. I mean, that's the fucking same. It was on the news, and, me and I was watching it, and they, were, they weren't rioting, but they were cheering, you know, justice for George Floyd in the streets in America. Sorry. Uh, so bad time to sniff. And Minana I said, and I quote, and I quote, I just can't see why the blacks... That's right, the blacks. I just can't see why the blacks and whites can't get along. Good point, Edna. Good point. I can't either. But also, anytime any black person comes on TV, you tend to be my mum and go, he's black, isn't he? Yeah. Idris Elba is a black man. Correct. What is your point? And she's like, well I don't say it I, I don't say it because I'm racist or because no, no, but you're pointing it out. you have to understand that not David Attenborough doesn't come on screen and you'll go he's white isn't he you're pointing it out and black people continue to get pointed out even if it's can you imagine everywhere you go someone goes, you're black aren't you? how insecure that would make you feel instead of going oh hi. Hello, person, human being standing in front of me. This is what happened. Well, I'm not being racist. I just said she was black. Well, just don't even bring it up in the first place. Why would you even say it? Just be a person to another person. You understand what I mean? I feel guilty even speaking on this because I'm a white man. But, you know, it's the whole silence is violence or whatever, so I feel like I have to speak on about it. I should have that meme... You know the meme that you see on Twitter... Where it's like... My nana... I can't see why black people and white people can't get along... Also my nana... Isn't real Ferdinand attractive for a doggy? I don't think my mama and my nana is racist... I don't... I don't... In fact... I, I don't even think they do... I know that they're not racist... In the sense of... If they saw... If, if I had a black girlfriend... Or boyfriend... Who knows... If I had a black girlfriend, then would have no problem with it. But as soon as my black girlfriend left the room or went to the toilet, my nana would hundred percent say, Oh, she's black. And I go, Yeah? She's also a human woman. I've had I've had sex before. <laughs> That's me point. That is my point. That stop even saying Oh, it's a black person, it's just a person. A guy's a person, but in America, it's a completely different subject and completely different kettle of fish. <sighs> I, go, I go on for hours. I go on for hours about it, but I won't. Uh, all right, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish. Oh fuck! No, I went on canny long. I uh, hope I got you riled up. Um, we're gonna finish. Wait, there, I'm just gonna just gonna click that. Okay. Uh, I want to tell you a, a, a little story, right? A friend of mine, I thought this the other day because uh, he reached out on Facebook and I haven't spoken to him for a long time and he's a nice guy and I like him very much. I'm not going to say his name. You might know from the story that I'm going to tell. Uh, a friend of mine a couple of years ago, who I went to college with, bass player, um, had a sort of mini stroke and it was very weird for his age because uh, he's, he's like two years older than me, I think. And this was, oh, I don't want to say 10 years ago. I had A sort of mini stroke or some sort of it was a problem with his brain. He's okay now, touch wood, he's fine. He's a father, he's a very funny man. At one point, I would have classed him as one of my best friends, but we have kind of drifted apart because life gets in the way or whatever. Um, and uh, you know, he was in hospital and stuff, and me and a couple of friends went to visit him, and we're like, Oh my god, he's had a stroke, man, that's crazy, I can't, can't believe it. And uh, I thought. <laughs> I going to get this guy on my side straight away, you know, I'm going to make him feel good, he's been in hospital, this is a very traumatic thing it's something we don't expect to happen at, at our age, you know, it's very sad and all his family were there and uh, well, I went in to see him, he's lying in the hospital and he's he's okay, he's got, you know, he's got he's in hospital, you know, he's on a drip and he's got the hospital closed, he doesn't look 100% but he's okay and I said to him, the guy's name's Dan Who was it, Dan I said, Dan, Um, you know, when the, the nurses come round and give you like a like a wash or whatever, you ever say it to them, like, hey, I've got something you can stroke, <laughs> right? And I was like, this'll get him laughing, it'll get his family laughing, we'll even get somebody on the next bed going, oh, that's pretty, your friend's jack's pretty funny. And uh, turns out his, uh, his family don't like hand job jokes when... Uh, their beloved family members had a stroke, and mebbies could have died at the r- old or rather very young age of 23. But uh, so, let be a lesson to you: any of your friends have a stroke at a very young age, mebbies don't make hand job jokes. There you go. <laughs> I was going to try and shoehorn that into the episode somehow because I, I, I remembered it after speaking to him this week. Dan, if you're listening to this, I hope you're well, my friend. <laughs> Give me a message. Ah, oh, All right. Well, there we go. There we go. This episode goes out in four hours, so I'm going to have some quick editing and uploading. Um, Hope you've had a good week. New music and videos coming soon. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it was crazy when, when this charted a few weeks ago, wasn't it? That was crazy. It hasn't hasn't happened since, so I don't know. But again, you know, I tried not to start this episode off by thanking everybody, but I have been getting some nice messages and stuff from people, and I appreciate people that are still listening. Uh, do send me videos of your pets twitching in the sleep, because it's my favourite. And tell a friend, uh, like and subscribe, follow on Instagram. Uh, I got a Twitter account, but I don't, I don't use it as much. I use Instagram more. Uh, send us some questions if you want to. And drink plenty of water. Alright, love you. Pre save my new song. Pre save my new song. Alright, love you. Bye. Was a felt oh, production. No? To find out more, visit felt Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Do, 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 girl